Welcome to Sacred CEO, the podcast where visionary women learn to be bold with their voice and become the sacred six and seven figure CEOs of their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Dr. Claudia, former Ivy League trained professor turned business coach for women with a big message and a big story to share and whose ideas don't fit neatly into a box and maybe even challenge the status quo. My mission is to teach women how to find and unleash their voice, share it unapologetically and make money while building real wealth. You'll hear solo episodes and interviews on topics such as business, spirituality and relationships. We'll talk about all the things that women are not supposed to talk about, such as unapologetic self-expression, confidence and magnetism, money, wealth and power, so that we can explore what it truly means to be a woman with a voice today. Let's dive in because it's time to get unleashed. Have you ever found yourself compulsively checking Instagram to see how many people liked your post or viewed your stories? I know I certainly have. We're constantly bombarded with messages around increasing engagement, growing our follower account, having a hot audience of people who can't wait to buy from us, or converting our audience into paying clients. It's human nature to want to be liked. It's human nature to want to know that our ideas are landing and resonating with people. But I'm also here to tell you that you might be looking at the wrong metrics in your business. Likes and followers are not actually what gets you paid and what gets you to blow up. And I'm here to tell you that you need to shut off parts of your brain and start thinking in a different way if you actually want to make it big in business, whether you're just starting out or blowing up to your next level, whether it's uh, multiple six figures, seven figures, multiple seven figures, whatever that is. The blessing and the curse of social media is that it leverages our need for connection. And connection is an absolutely key ingredient of a feminine sacred business, but not in the way that we usually think. Often connection and our need for belonging and for being liked is actually what keeps us small. Because we might keep ourselves from putting our greatest work out into the world because we're afraid that so-and-so is going to get upset or we're afraid that our husband might not agree or that our best friend from high school might not understand what we're doing. And the truth is that as we step into sacred CEO-ship, as we step forward into our dreams and our vision, some relationships might fall off and that is okay This is a huge topic for another time, but I just want to throw it out there because this is something that might come up and that you might have to navigate in your life. Today, in this episode, I'm offering you three mindset and business shifts to move away from constantly obsessing and tracking followers into what it truly means to be a sovereign, sacred CEO who knows the right numbers to track while standing solid in her belief in in herself and in her work. Because you need to get yourself out of the friend zone and out of what I call the inspiration zone to step into what I call the transformation zone. And this is not about how many people like you, because true leaders, and we can see this in history, are loved by many, ignored by many, and even hated by many. 
And maybe hate is a strong word, but you you get what I mean, right? We can't be scared of stepping into a truth boldly and unapologetically for fear that people might get upset or might get triggered, which will absolutely happen. And the truth is that great leaders have polarizing content because our truth is by definition polarizing. Some people will not agree with us. Some people, most people won't tell us, which is usually what should be done but some people will go out of their way to let us know that they're unfollowing us I've definitely had that happen in my business that they don't agree with us that they're offended by what we say and that's totally okay it's just growing pains as you expand um, and reach the next level in your business so sacred CEOship is about embracing your mission as a transformational leader and which means that you need to get out, out of this role as your audience's best buddy. This, you're not in the business of being relatable. You're in the business of, of offering mind-blowing transformation. And what I mean by the inspiration zone is when you just receive messages and comments around how inspirational you are instead of actually having paying clients instead of actually having dollars in the bank, instead of actually having people DM you wanting to buy your offers, right? And there's a, there's a subtle shift that's a mindset and strategy shift to get out of the friend zone, inspiration zone into the transformation zone, which might mean fewer likes, but more people who buy. I'm one of the best people to teach you this because first of all, I've been through many initiations around letting go of external validation and the need of approval from others. So I understand these fears and kind of like this tipping point intimately because you will have to navigate it at many stages in your business as you start out, as you grow and expand. And I've had to do that as well. So this is a fear, the fear of upsetting others, the desire to get many likes. It's something that I understand deeply. So I'm super qualified to teach you this, but also because I have proof in the numbers. And this is true for me and how I scaled my business and also true for my clients. So I reached my first six figures with less than a thousand followers on Instagram and only a few hundred people on my email list and in my Facebook group, which you should join, by the way. And I think it's going to be linked in the um, episode notes down below. And in my business nowadays, and again, this is true also for my clients' business, I make more than many people with hundreds of thousands of followers and thousands of likes on each post who actually don't know how to monetize their expertise and don't know the right metrics to pay attention to in their business. Many of my clients, as I said, make hundreds of thousands of dollars with small numbers. Small numbers that can absolutely grow over time and you should have a strategy in place to make sure that those numbers grow. But by doing the right things, and it's not about exponential growth, it can be about exponential growth as well. It's not something that we can really predict in a linear fashion we don't know exactly what will go viral, what we'll, we never know exactly what will fully land and get us to the next level. Our job is to be okay with slow incremental growth that will result in exponential quantum growth over time. 
So it's not about just having small numbers. It's about not obsessing over the numbers, especially if your goal is profit. You know, if your goal was audience numbers, then we would have a different conversation. But many people focus on numbers and likes and popularity instead of focusing on the right metrics, which is dollars in the bank. So let's get started with these mindset and business shifts to get you focused on the right things and get you to up-level your strategy and your business so that you can make more money and so that you can get more of your true wisdom out into the world. So the first shift is that you have to start thinking like an entrepreneur. And this is true at any stage in business. So there's always an up level in the way that you're thinking. And I again, I know this intimately because when you're starting out, you're not used to thinking like an entrepreneur. You're thinking like a commoner. And we think very differently. But this is true. You need to up level your mindset and the way that you think around numbers and around investing and around reaching people because for instance and this has definitely happened in my business you might get used to a certain number of likes you might get used to certain people following and engaging but when you're ready to up level you might go through a quantum shift but this addiction to what was might keep you small might not help you identify that you're actually ready to up level which might mean a slight shift in messaging which might mean you know a drop in engagement because the old people are falling off while the new people are coming in so up leveling your thinking to think like an entrepreneur at the next level it's something that's necessary at any stage the mindset the key mindset of success in entrepreneurship, business, and sacred CEO-ship is people-centric, right? We put customers, customer service at the center, but it's not about being liked. We're talking about whether in your marketing or in your client delivery. It's okay if your clients don't like you because you're not their friend. It's not about being liked. It's about blowing people's minds expressing the truth of your soul and getting freaking paid. So it's okay if you challenge your clients. You might miss the mark every now and then. You're human, you're not superhuman, even if your ego might like being a superwoman. But your clients, your premium clients don't hire you because you're pleasing and because you tell them yes all the time. They hire you because they want the transformation that you provide. And you can only provide that transformation if you speak your truth. If you're in tune with that transformation, if you know how to communicate that powerfully, and if you're focusing on getting well-nourished, well-sourced, and getting paid. So ultimately, it's not about being liked. It's about your conviction in your vision. It's about your unwavering trust in yourself. It's about knowing deep inside your bones that your work changes lives. And if you're not there yet, you need to either work on your mindset, refine or refine your craft, 
you might need to practice more. You might need to develop your leadership skills. You might need to do some free coaching calls to get yourself up to speed and to be able to coach the people that you really want to work with. It's about also maybe learning high-end elevated marketing and selling, not the conventional you know, marketing and selling that you see all over Facebook, all over Instagram. This is about high-end elevated strategy while you simultaneously define your offer suite. Of course, these are huge topics. I'm going to leave each of them for another time, but I just want to give you the full picture of what's actually involved in up-leveling your mindset and pairing it with energetic work and also with up-leveling your strategy. So up-leveling your mindset to think like an entrepreneur, it's about strengthening your belief in yourself and the role you came here to play. It's about cleaning up your energy around money, making yourself a vessel for exquisite receivership. It's about charging your worth. It's about getting out of scarcity mindset. Again, at any stage in business. Because sometimes we do more and more and more. We want more and more and more because we have a scarcity mindset. Because often this addiction to likes and followers count is a byproduct, as I said, of a scarcity mindset that sees lack instead of seeing abundance, even in little numbers. So you might have a teeny tiny following that you see as abundant Or you might have a huge following that you see as lack. It's all about perspective. Of course, then we can go in and actually look at the strategy and look at if you have the right following. You know, it's better to have 400 people following you, but they're the right people and you're actively engaging a strategy of nurturing than having 80,000 followers who are not the right people. Right, We can go in and look at who these followers are. There's a strategic element involved. But you know, your ideal audience might be people who are kind of shy and maybe don't leave like So we don't never fully know, but we can have a strategic perspective on it. So I share also like proof of concept is that recently on Instagram, I shared that a couple of months ago, I deleted hundreds of spammy accounts off of my Instagram followers list. And it was one of the best things that I've ever done. Of course, it was scary because, you know, there's all sorts of doubt that kicks in. You know, I'm not immune to it. I was like, what about, you know, people are seeing me with a small following. Maybe they think I'm not legit and whatnot. These thoughts are going to come up. So there's nothing wrong with them. But actually, what was important to me in that action was to clear up the energy. I wanted my Instagram community to feel really, really elevated and nourished and really safe and free. And so I need to get rid of the bots, the spammy accounts, the the duplicate duplicate accounts, the spammy guys, you know, like the creepy guys that we all know. So this is also side note my invitation to comb through your Instagram followers list and remove anyone who feels not aligned, whether they're real people or bots. Obviously, I did that and my followers count went down. But my priority was not some random metric 
that actually was detrimental to my business. I'd rather have a small community of the right people. My priority was to have the right people in my audience, which is actually what makes you money. And we still make money on the back end because the follower count doesn't matter because we have a clean and clear pathway to profit and we know how to make money. And let me tell you, it's not the number of likes that you have. And I'll share more on this in a little bit. So, and also another thing that's worth talking about is that my reach, maybe over the past year, has definitely gone down because of the algorithm changes and all. So this is a conversation that needs to be had. So for instance, a reel that I would publish last year would definitely get at least, you know, between 1500 and 3000 views. And now my reels will get like 100 or 200 or something like that, if I'm lucky. And definitely, sure, sure, I could hire someone to boost that number, but it's not one of my priorities right now. Because the algorithm changes, you know, and us blaming, you know, our content strategy not working because of the algorithm, that's just an excuse. Because I never took that as proof that I should stop using Instagram. Because maybe, you know, those 3000 views that I had a year ago were all people that had nothing to do with my business, that maybe had the potential to make my reel viral, but to not become buyers because they, they were not the target audience. But now maybe the 100 views are of the right people and that's a lot more valuable. So I know what to look for and what to measure so that I don't take algorithm changes and a lower view count in my stories or in my reels as proof that you should stop using Instagram. I will stop using Instagram if ever when it feels unaligned with my mission and my vision or really my energy if I'm not enjoying it anymore. But right now that's not the case and I don't get myself, I don't let myself be swayed by numbers. This is just another way that we outsource our power, we put our power outside of ourselves. Also, algorithm changes are an invitation to innovate our marketing, our messaging, and to find a new strategy that works. You absolutely don't have to do this, but also know that you have this option to be like, maybe there's a new way to reach the same number of likes that I used to have or the same number of views that I used to have. And because Instagram right now is prioritizing different types of content, maybe I can do more reels or maybe I can do more carousels posts and whatever, right? Or you can keep doing the same thing, which is absolutely okay and be okay with lower numbers. Because again, if you get thousands of views from the wrong people, it has literally zero benefits to your bottom line. And a caveat here is that this depends a little bit on your business model. Of course, if you're an, if you're an influencer and you, you monetize brand collaborations or sponsors, you might want a bigger reach versus if you're a coach who's building a connection-based feminine business or you know, a service provider, then you should care about 
depth more than width but over time you're not stuck in one business model over the other you can definitely pay attention to both especially if you see yourself in the in the long term or you know medium term to have more of a reach because maybe you want to introduce more lower priced items like ebooks or like master classes and you want to sell one to many many like a lot of people you can definitely pay attention to both reach and depth but not in an addictive kind of way but in a very strategic neutral uh, way right so the way to approach each strategy is to always come from this place of nervous system regulation versus like oh my god i need to chase more i need to have more people liking me because otherwise i'm worthless or something like that so the second mindset shift that i want to introduce is to stop chasing and start attracting when we keep chasing likes and followers we're putting out this needy energy that actually repels ideal premium clients and that's the last thing that you want to do in your business regardless of the price point of your offers premium clients and side note go check out my instagram posts on the topic of premium clients and what premium actually means because they're mind-blowing they're the best thing ever i have a couple on my feed so go seek them out so premium clients i are moved by vision and are attracted by people who stand in their power i'll give you just a simple example i would not hire someone who doesn't charge enough or that has that has not tapped in into the sacred mission and the power of that mission because power attracts power if you want to work with powerful people become a powerful person become a powerful ceo become a powerful sacred business owner you know learn powerful strategy around marketing selling standing in your truth expressing and monetizing your wisdom selling your wisdom you know developing a mind-blowing offer suite stand in your power versus when you're chasing likes and followers this is the opposite of standing in your power it's very simple but so many of us think that a value comes from without and so we chase that approval instead of strengthening the inner truth and the inner muscle of power and fierce energy when we stop chasing and we start attracting we become the lighthouse that allows our soulmate clients to find us which doesn't mean that we just relax and lay back hoping that things get to us without us lifting a finger that's not attraction that's entitlement and you might get absolutely at this point in your business where you work less and less it will absolutely happen but because you put in the work for many years right so i want to be super clear here because there's this misunderstanding around feminine energy that it's just about not doing anything and expecting people people and things to come to us which is not absolutely the case it's about responding to life force and life force is whether we're resting or we're 
going out into the world and making shit happen. It's very grounded, it's safe, it's nourishing, but it's very much engaged in the world. It's not running away from the world, hoping that things come to us. So your business absolutely needs to include some form of outreach if you want to grow at least beyond your social media content. For instance, this could be reaching out to 10 people every week, inviting them to a free call or doing follow-ups or collaborations or networking. There's a million options. And this stuff is necessary for your business to growth. And this stuff works beautifully in tandem with your social media presence. And long-term, side note, is also something that your team could do, right? It's not that you have to be responsible of all these pieces all the time, but I want you to be very clear on the fact that attracting, it doesn't mean that you don't do anything in your business in terms of active outreach. Attraction is not about hoping to bypass some action steps that are necessary for a business to thrive. It's actually about the energy with which these actions are done. So if you're doing outreach with masculine, pushy, aggressive energy, or an energy of never enough and I need to be doing more and more and more, then it feels shitty to you first and foremost and to whoever is on the receiving end of it. I'm sure you've received cold DMs from people you don't even know. That stuff feels gross. It is gross. But if you're doing outreach from an energy of groundedness, knowing that your work changes lives, from the energy of actually being truthfully detached from the outcome, that's when the magic really happens. And I've experienced it in my business where clients literally come to me out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, but it's because I've I've been putting out the energy. And my clients experience it where, where clients appear out of thin air, but because we're in this sovereign, sacred energy, standing in the power of our truth. To get to this place of attraction where you stop chasing, approval, likes, and followers. Here's what's needed to get to this place of attraction. You need to know what to say and how to say it. AKA, your messaging and your marketing needs to be on point. This is a work of refinement and fine-tuning. This is about... This is not about vague, fluffy language. This is about precision, focus, and clarity. And many of you have deep, deep wisdom inside of you, but you have unclear messaging and vague languaging around, for instance, becoming the best version of yourself that confuses your people and you need to clean that up. Also, because it's an energy to premium clients, they like precision, they like focus, even if you're a feminine energy coach, right? This is not about the type of work that you do. There's a qu- an elevated quality of pre- precision, focus, and clarity, and you can do that with elegance and vulnerability, and your ideal premium clients are going to love it up. 
Another thing that's needed to switch from chasing to attracting is knowing what to sell and when. You need to have an Ascension offer suite or ladder offer suite that allows your clients to stay in your world for a long time. This is the key to long term in the long term as you'll spend less time on client acquisition and more time on nurturing and converting your current clients again this is something that you can work out beautifully with your team and this is something to really pay attention to also if you're switching from a one-on-one business model i know many people start their business that way and they have incredible success that way whether you're a coach whether you're a photographer an interior designer a facebook ad specialist you know there's a million options here but you're switching from a one-on-one business model to a one-to-many business model where all of a sudden you want to share your wisdom with more people, even in a less customized way that reaches more people, however, right? You also need to get used to selling in a connection-based, consensual, grounded, and sacred way without being shy about the incredible value that you offer. Again, this is a huge topic, selling, consensual, sacred selling is a huge topic that I can't cover right now so stay tuned for future content on it and maybe even wink wink a future course on it another thing that's needed is to develop your brand over time so that in the long run your business can exist and flourish without you this is what a sacred ceo does she's super fucking strategic it's about sharing her sacred message not what people not what you think that people want to hear. It's about your deepest truth. It's about expanding into the sacred elements of your truth beyond the transactional. At the same time, she's strategic so that she creates a business and business model that over time requires less and less of her time. This is about timelessness, creating a timeless brand and creating freedom while growing your income exponentially. Again, a whole topic, a bigger topic for another time. And the last shift that I want to talk about, and this is crucial, is that if you're obsessing over followers and likes, you're literally looking at the wrong metrics. Social media for business is not about making friends. It's about making money. I'm going to say it again. Social media for business is not about making friends. It's about making money. And it's about growing your reach over time. It's about expanding your network. It's about amplifying your influence. It's about monetizing your influence. And you can absolutely make friends in the process. I've made beautiful friends. And your friends will become clients and clients will become friends. So this is not about turning into a cold-hearted, money-obsessed bitch. This is about elevating your energy. Right? So it doesn't mean that you won't make friends. But if you position yourself as your client's friend, they'll see you. They'll friend zone you. You'll become the nice guy of the situation. They'll see you as inspirational, but they won't realize that they can actually buy from you. You're not standing in your power. And once you stand in your power, you will make friends 
And again, clients will become friends and friends will become clients who are a match for your power. And you should absolutely 100% have a connection strategy as part of your marketing agenda. But you can't lose the focus on making money. Otherwise, you're not in business. Even if you're navigating an expansion, even if you're navigating a quantum shift, and maybe you need to lean back into a softer, more feminine version of yourself, you can't lose focus of the fact that you're running a business. And maybe it's about redefining what running a business means for you from this new, softer place, but that needs to be your focus because your real friends love to see you make money. And this was mind-blowing to me to actually develop a community and a network of powerhouse women who are super successful, who make a fuck ton of money and who are cheering me on as I express the truest, most successful version of myself. And something to keep in mind and something that I keep telling my clients and all the women in my community is that the posts with the least number of likes are often the ones who will make you the most money. And I've experienced it firsthand many, many, many times. And my clients have as well. But the problem is that many people don't have the courage to write these kinds of posts. But let me tell you why these posts, the posts with maybe like even two or three likes are the ones who will make you the most money. Let me tell you why. Because it's easy to like a post with entertaining, inspirational, relatable, or cute content. Let me give you an example. So if I post a picture of me eating pizza in Italy, my community is going to love it up. If I post a cute picture of my dog, my community will love it up. If I post something around me looking for a new therapist or my struggles with mental health, my community will love it up. And not because they're happy with me struggling, but because that's highly relatable content. We all like cute shit and most people struggle with mental health, especially these days and age, this day and age, right? So my community will love those posts up because they're cute or because they want to show support or whatever, right? It's lovely and amazing, but not the thing that will make you money in your business. So these relatable or inspirational, entertaining or cute posts or pieces of content are important because they build the like and trust factor, right? So you definitely want to include some of them in your content strategy, whatever your platform is. But this is also not the content that will make you the most money. So I want you to be very, very clear that this might get a ton of likes, might get really, be really engaging, might be really, you know, endearing, might help your followers to get to know you better, but these are not the ones, the money-making posts. The content and posts that make you money are the ones who often ruffle some feathers. There's a quality of fierceness and truth-telling to money-making posts. They're usually unapologetic and bold. They speak to objections and gently but directly call people out. 
These are not the posts that are easy to like. These are not the posts that let a follower say, oh, let me send her a heart emoji because I feel her. These are not the posts where you get comments like, oh, you're so inspirational. These are the truth-telling posts. And these posts will 100% trigger people and often trigger your potential customers into actions, into action, which is what's needed. Not just for you to make money, but for them to actually change their lives. They're getting stuck in their own bullshit, so they need to read or to consume content that, that tells them the truth, that puts them in front of their own bullshit, right? That snaps them out of the haze that they've been living in. So these posts will also cause some unfollows because some people cannot take them. Maybe a nasty comment here and there. That totally happens, but it's totally okay. That's the nature of fear's sacred truth-telling. And it's your job to fine-tune your message, to fine-tune your energy to be able to create this type of content, at least if you want to make money in your business, right? Because you, it's almost like you owe this to your ideal premium clients because they need to get out, out of their own way. Maybe they've been burned by bad investments. Maybe they don't trust themselves. They just need to snap out of, you know, their own limiting beliefs. They, they need your help. And that's why the ideal clients, but they may not like the post, but they will reach out and asking you for the link. How can I buy from you? How can I buy from you right now? So ultimately, you have to ask yourself, do I want to please everybody and maybe get the dopamine hit of hundreds of likes? Or do I want to stand fiercely by my convictions, knowing that my work changes people's lives and trust that the universe is working on my behalf and the right people will reach out to work with me? Because ultimately, what matters is not having likes, but having a brand, first and foremost, and having a community of nurtured, ready-to-buy clients who also refer you out and help you grow exponentially. It's about cultivating depth over width, because ultimately, your clients come from the depth of your relationships, not a random number of likes or follows. And ultimately, what measures your success is the number of dollars in the bank, not how many people find you inspirational, which might be really good, feel really good to our egos, but it's not what makes our business grow. And it's not what allows us to have the biggest impact. Okay, guys, I hope you found this helpful. I want you to ask yourself, where are you still chasing likes and approval in your business? How can you step into more fierce and powerful leadership expressing your full conviction in the value of your work? Where do you need to clean up your message, marketing, and selling so that you can attract more ready-to-buy clients? Let me know your answers to these questions. 
And if this episode resonated with you, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts for a chance to win a free one-on-one session with me, Dr. Claudia. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sacred CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. And please share it with all the women in your circle who can benefit from it. We're building a movement of powerhouse, heart-led, visionary sisters who are choosing to be bold with their voice and build six- and seven-figure transformational businesses based on their authentic voice that create wealth and a legacy for generations to come. And don't forget to subscribe to get access to next week's episode. I'll see you there.